Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. everybody. Hey guys. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I'm losing my voice again because I'm teaching rambunctious 68 year olds on the tail end of being healed from COVID and it leads me to have Betty Davis eyes. Ah, life. We've got a great show for you today. We are chatting with some of the cast and crew of the new family film, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, including George Takei and Michael Sarah. Well, I've been pronouncing that wrong all these years. I learned the hard way yesterday when I interviewed George Takei. I said, should I call you George or Mr. Takai? And he said, neither. Call me George because Takai is not my last name. And then he said, do you speak Spanish? I said, yes. And he started to speak to me in Spanish. It was a whole thing. Wow. But it ends with we live long and prosper together. Great. So, Perfect. By the way, I am not a Star Trek person, but it's pretty monumental to fucking live long and prosper with George. It's Takei. true. I am a little bit of a Star Trek fan. Are you? That's shocking. My stepdad is. And that was like a bonding thing. I do like sci-fi. It wasn't like my whole thing, but it's a bonding thing with my stepdad. Okay. Anyway, and as always, we have hashtag swag bad. But up next, take it away, person. Kicking shit. Can I go first with my tits? I would love you to. Okay, guys. So I like to pretend that all of you have been following our podcast from the very beginning. And so that when I shout back to stuff, I just assume that you all know. But if you don't, just pretend you do. So I have been on this perimenopausal journey. A couple years ago, I guess two years ago, I went to see a doctor that looked like a Russian gambler. He had his shirt unbuttoned. He was with tons of gold crosses, lots of... He stole my vibe. Chest hair. He had pinky rings. It was a lot. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this man being my gynecologist. Anyway, he left the practice. (laughs) Shocking. And I saw a new doctor that was recommended. It's a father and daughter duo. Oh, that's nice. My GP, who I love, recommended them. Do you think that the father does checkups on his daughter? Ew, no. Don't ruin this for me, Ashley. That's too Bunnyland Ranch for me. Don't ruin this for me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. How dare you? I'm sorry. I was the first thing that popped into my mind. Remember that guy? Yes, yes. Let's not talk about it. Okay, okay, okay. Don't ruin my day, Ashley. Okay, so I went to see the dad. I'd originally had an appointment with the daughter, but then I got COVID and had to cancel it, and the dad had an appointment that worked better for my schedule. You guys know I've been suffering with this perimenopause thing. It's, like, not great at all. Like, my blood work is bad because I'm overweight, because I can't lose weight, because perimenopause... I don't sleep. I snore. I never get into REM sleep. This has been a long journey. I only yes. get my period three times a year, literally three times a year. At least you don't have to worry about getting an abortion. I mean, I guess so. But yeah. anyway, you can still get pregnant when you're perimenopausal. True. It's more likely to, yeah. right? So yeah. I saw this doctor. Now, I've seen multiple doctors. I've seen multiple gynos. I've seen multiple endocrinologists. I've seen everyone under the sun. I look at him. First thing he says, you look way younger than your actual age. I was like, God oh my bless. God, already I love you. I'm going to marry you. I was like, thank you. I know you can't tell it from my chart, but I'm actually a very healthy person, which is why this is extra frustrating. And I told him the whole thing that I've been going through. And you know, this is a very common thing that doctors will not really listen when a woman says, hey, I'm perimenopausal. I need help. Or to anything that most women say. Yes. This man listened to everything I said. Wow. He asked me how my sex was. I was like, (laughs) not existent. (laughs) It ain't happening, doc. He goes, when it is happening, how does it feel? I was like, pretty dry, pretty (laughs) deserty. He's like, okay, well, that's 
that's unfortunate. We got to get that groove on. I was like, yeah, I used to have an amazing sex drive, like crazy, maybe too much. He goes to look at my blood work that I've had taken by 800 people. He's like, well, yeah, you have zero testosterone. Like we need to figure that out. And why are you only getting three periods a year? Like, yes, this is, you're too young to go through this. He then proceeds to listen to everything I have to say, gives me a natural bioidentical hormone to try first. If it doesn't work, he'll put me on regular hormones and an estrogen cream to use on my vagina to bring my libido back. I want that. He goes, if this works, I said, I will have babies with you. (laughs) And he's like, unnecessary. And I was like, thanks, doc. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the show, but I have a lucky song. Did we talk about this? No, I don't remember it at least. I have a lucky song. My lucky song is Flashdance, Irene Cara, What a Feeling. And it first started because it was popular when I was young because I'm old. And I was a child actor dancer and I used to have to do these performances at Resorts Casino like at like four or five years old. This part of the story I remember. Yeah, and also telethon stuff. And every time I was in the car on the way to a performance, Irene Cara's Oh What a Feeling would be on. First it was like, okay, that's a popular song on the radio. But then years later, it's like, it's not that popular anymore. Why do I hear it? Every time I've had something monumental in my life, it's played. Huh. So I am like literally about to cry as I'm leaving this doctor's office, having seen and spent so much money on freaking supplements, doctors, and this guy finally listens to me. And I know from my mom's journey that it took a million doctors. No one would listen to her. Yeah. No one was validating. They just expect women in perimenopause to just like, like it's olden times, like they've already birthed 17 children and now right. is like so the twilight of their fucking lives. Yeah. Right. And I walked back into the waiting room to get like my prescription and Irene Kara's Oh What a Feeling. Wow. Flash dance. I started weeping. I called my mom. I was like, this is it. And she's like, oh my God, that song. It's all going to work out now. This is going to work. You found your doctor. And I just really cried. Then I went to the liquor store to get, <laughs> and then I saw some baby deer and I was like, what? I'm vortexing. I'm vortexing. Oh, what a feeling indeed. I was like, oh, I'm 100% vortexing. There's baby deer. They let me get really close to them. I got a check for $3,000 today. <laughs> I found a doctor that wants my vagina to be good and I heard my favorite song. I love that. I love that for you. I'm very happy for you, my friend. You deserve a little respite from the bullshit. The shits are I don't have any. Oh, what a feeling. The shits are just the world. The world. That's it. My daughter thought I was such an amazing actor that I was really crying right there. She's like, Mommy, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine, baby. I'm fine. I'm fine, sugar baby. I'm good now, honey. I'm also not going to do shits because I feel like the world is doing that for me. Built in dookie. 100%. So I have two tits. One is I was sent a screener for the new A League of Their Own series. I was sent it as well. (laughs) Right. Well, we were both. And I watched episode one last night and I think it's great. I love the movie. The movie is one of my like all-time favorites. It's a classic for me. I think Abby Jacobson from Broad City is fucking chef's kiss casting. Perfect. I did fall asleep, but that was not because of the show. And then the other chick, Darcy, whatever, from The Good Place, who played like the angel robot thing, she's in it. I just thought it was really well done. It's a lot of nods. What I found odd, as somebody who, again, loves the movie, is that they didn't do Clark Bars as the company. Mm -hmm. They did like a Mm -hmm. different fake thing. And I'm wondering if that's because Gary Marshall always had Clark Bars. Like even Hocus Pocus, he gives the witches 
Bars, right. the Sanderson sisters, Clark Bars. So I don't know if there's like a legacy thing or whatever, but either way, when this show comes out, firstly, I'm going to try and get Abby Jacobson on the yep. show. And secondly, Jewish men everywhere have her as their crush. Do they? I have never yeah. met one who has her as I their crush. I have two. Really? Yeah. Is Lee one of them? No. Oh. He likes Alana. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. He likes them titties. Not to devalue Not usually, Alana Glazer, because she is a Jewess goddess. Yes. But, you know. And my other tits are, we are Marriott Bonvoy members. Can I just interrupt your second tit for a sure. second? Because it's League of Their Own adjacent. Okay. Did you watch uh, Russian Doll, the season two? Not yet, no. Okay, so there is a subway conductor voice. Uh-huh. And I am like, the way that you are with actors' names. You're with voiceovers? Is it Marla Hoosh? No, it's Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I love that. That's great. She's like the 1970s, please stand clear the closing doors kind of thing. I love that. Lee was like, no, it's not. I will bet yes. all the money that I have to my name. This is Rosie O'Donnell. This is like my thing. I can tell a person's voice. This is my thing. I, I just know. So it just made me think of League of Their Own. Anyway. Another League of Their Own sidebar, and Matt has been wanting me to tell this story on the show. So this one's for you, Nelson. When I was a little kid, when the movie came out, I had to be like six when this movie came out. I think I saw it by myself in the theater. Anyway, go ahead. I thought A League of Their Own was one French word or like a <laughs> word in another language. I didn't realize it was A League of Their Own. Yeah, I literally would be like A League of Their Own, A League of Their Own. Like that's how I said it. I just That's like my sister thought Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen were one person and she called them Mary Kate Olsen. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> my other tits are that we are like Marriott Bonvoy members, whatever. We have the credit card that gives us points and all that other shit. So we get like free nights at hotels every so often. And we had one that was going to expire. So we went to a hotel near here with Sebastian, with Clementine. Oh, I didn't even know. I guess I've been so tired and out of it. I'm not even really texting with you. It's so lonely without you. I miss you so much. So it's like close by. We went to dinner at an outdoor place. We were having a really nice, lovely night. And Matt and I started talking about alternate realities and like... (laughs) parallel universes and you know the whole concept that we're living in a simulation. Matt has always said this thing which is before he was put into his human form if he had a choice of having a medium sized penis or a roll of the dice it could be huge or it could be small he would always go medium sized and I said to him last night I said you know. Can't wait to see where this is going. (laughs) I said last night I was like you know I feel like if I could have a really big clitoris. No. Oh, no, no, it's not sexual. I feel like the world around us is fucking burning down and I'm scared of the future and I don't know what's happening and every day I'm filled with anxiety and fear and at the same time, my personal life feels good. I have the thing I really always wanted in my life, which was to be with my best friend Mm. and we also have that kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kidding, I delivered it like that. We also have Sebastian, who's great, and a dog who's just filled with love and our home. And She's also filled with the worst breath and farts I've ever smelled, the but worst also breath. love. But she's so sweet. You know, career-wise, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, we're doing real good. Don't get us wrong, guys. Right. We're not living like a Kardashian. No, 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 no. We're making strides in good directions. But I feel like I'm okay. And I'm not saying this to, like, put this in anyone's face, truly. Where did the penis thing come in here? Did you just want to share that? Where has the 
the penis thing coming in. I was thinking about it afterwards, and I was like, maybe this is not a great thing to put out into the world during so much strife and so much. You're like, good news is Matt has a medium-sized penis. Yay! (laughs) No, I just mean if I had to pick, because if we're living in a simulation, right, and there's this whole, even Neil deGrasse Tyson says there's like more than a 50% chance that we live in a simulation. I don't know where my personal fucking feelings land with this. There's this whole CERN thing happening with the particles and the atoms and all this other shit. If I had to pick this life right now or a complete roll of the dice, I would always pick this life. Me too. Medium penis for the win. Medium penis for the win. This is what we should name this episode. Medium penis for the win. Yeah. (laughs) I say that and I hope people out there don't feel like I'm being insensitive because believe you me, and I think you guys know this if you've been listening to the show, it's scary out there and I'm scared of this world that my child is in. I'm scared of this world that I'm in. Listen, we have to have levity because otherwise you and I are going to go into a shit ditch of dark sorrow. And I just wanted to bring that story to light because I hope other people are also feeling the same way and I know it's very easy to get very scared and rightfully so. I don't want to take that from anybody. No, shit is scary. In my deepest, darkest place in life, other than COVID, like not having COVID, but when COVID first happened, I made it a point to have one moment of real joy every day. One thing, even if it was stupid bullshit, I made it a point to have one moment of joy every single day. And I think that realization last night just really made me feel a little better about this bullshit that's going on. And it made me realize, like, we still have to fight. We have a huge fight ahead of us, all of us, for gun control and abortion rights and rights to privacy and all kinds of other shit. But maybe if we can take a breath and realize that life has its beautiful moments, maybe that'll help us get through. It helps me get through. So that's all. Ashley, are you a motherfucking motivational speaker now? I'm a guru. I'm like you. Guru. I'm a guru. Guru Smith. I try and say it the right way every time, not guru. I'm a guru. Guru. That's right. Anyway, you know our shits. It's the world. So we love you all. And up next, pause the fury. You know we are all about a good movie that will not only entertain our kids for an hour or two, but we also get some enjoyment out of it as well. Enter Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank, in theaters July 15th. The film is about a hard-on-his-lock hound Hank who finds himself in a town full of cats that need a hero to defend them from a ruthless villain's evil plot to wipe out their village off the map. With the help of a reluctant teacher to train him, our underdog must assume the role of a town samurai and team up with the villain to save the day. The only problem, cats hate dogs. Today, we're chatting with the stars of the film, Michael Sarah, George Takei, Kathy Shim, and Kylie Kiyoka. Next up, Michael Sarah. Hi, I'm Ashley Heron-Smith from Momtourage. How are you? Good, how you doing? I'm good. I love your background. Thank you. I was trying to hide in my closet from my child and he followed me. So here we are. It's a great closet. It's so brightly lit and so spacious. Thank you. So you play (laughs) Hank, the dog with a heart of gold in a world of cats where there are no dogs allowed. And from my understanding, you and your wife just had a child, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to you both. Thank you. So what attracted you to this film and what are you hoping that kids specifically take from it? Well, I think kids will have a really good time watching it and that's kind of the most important thing I think is that they'll laugh a lot. Mine did. Oh good, really? Yeah. Really good to hear. He really liked it. That's great. Yeah, I have like a three-year-old nephew and a uh, who's about to be a six-year-old niece, two of them, and um, I'm really dying for them to to see this. Uh, I think they're going to love it. I think it's just really silly. So that's the main thing I hope kids take away, but also I think there's like a really nice message about just being loving and being accepting and not 
judging people before you know what's really in their heart or who they are and not judging a person for how they're different from you. I mean, I think that's the lesson everyone needs right now, right? A little bit. Yeah, it's, it's always a good lesson, I think. Just remember to love people. Yeah, absolutely. For the record, my son is going to be five and he really liked the film. So your niece and nephew are totally... They're right in the pocket. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So we kind of ask all of our parents this. If you haven't gathered already, Momtrage is a parent podcast. Mm-hmm. And we ask all our parents, what is the number one thing you think every parent should outsource if they have the means to do so? Parenting, raising a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. a joke. Um, I don't know. Um, Is it though? Because it's not always for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good practical question. I, let's see. I don't know. I mean, I only have a 10-month-old baby. So, and we haven't outsourced anything yet. You know, we, we've, we haven't had any night nurse or anything. I mean, we, you know, we had our child during uh, COVID. So we didn't have anybody in. We, we really were just doing it all alone. And that was great, but it was really very challenging. I think probably the first thing I would outsource if um, it would be like getting getting a night nurse or something but then but then I also think you know it's not just about the money it's also do you want to um, give that experience away because it's kind of like you only totally. have a little baby once and then they're going to be grown up and not a baby anymore and do you want to outsource that I don't know how to I don't know I don't really know how to answer your, your question <laughs> I'll tell you common answers are like uh, somebody to clean your house that, that would be good yeah, yeah. Be good. somebody once said like clicking in the, the car seat because that's a real pain in the butt no I'm good at that uh, no I think the cleaning the house would be great if we just like didn't have to do that at all ever and they would just come in and do that it's so funny you said that because actually today my wife and I we were kind of hitting this a little bit of a breaking point and we're and I, I said exactly that I was like why don't we, I'm gonna hire someone who will come in you know and maybe even twice a week and just take care of the house so that we don't have to think just for the next like couple weeks so that we can kind of get ourselves back in order I would suggest that to you do it, it helps yeah, yeah we gotta do it yeah I'm gonna do it thank yeah. you so much congratulations <laughs> on the film and on your baby thank you hope to see you soon thank Thanks. Nice talking to you. Here's George Takei. Hello. Hi, Ashley. I'm great. And how are you? I'm great. You're in your closet with all the... I am. I'm in my closet hiding from my son, but he followed, you know? You you do the best you can. (laughs) Come on out of the closet. It's a good world out here. (laughs) Oh, do you prefer if I call you George or Mr. Takai? Don't call me Mr. Takai because that's not my name. It's a mispronunciation. And you did pronounce my first name properly, George. Uh, My last name is spelled T-A-K-E-I. And you just gave the E-I in my name the Germanic pronunciation like Einstein or Eisenhower. But do you speak Spanish or Italian? I do. Oh, you do? Yes. How would you pronounce the uh, vowel E? Takei? Takei, exactly. Takei. Más o menos. Coe como en escuela. Ajá. Como en iglesia. Yo puedo hablar español también. Muy bueno. Y me llamo Takei, exactamente como en español. Muchas gracias, George. Thank you. If I may, you're very well known for, among other things, being such an advocate for the LGBT community and civil rights. And not to minimize what is happening in the world around us, but levity is very important during these times of hardship. So what is something that you hope people take from this very light hearted, enjoyable film that they can use in their toolkit to fight injustices. The title of the movie is Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Hank is the lone dog in a land of cats. It's all inhabited by cats. 
cat farmers, cat bakers, cat blacksmiths, and cat lords. And they're all uh, Japanese cats, samurais, uh, lords, shogun, etc. All that diversity and or, or that u- uniform species. And into that world comes the title hero, Hank. And Hank turns out to be a dog. And he becomes the hero of that cat society. So don't judge a book by its cover. Because behind the cover, when you get to know the inside, the character, the quality of the person, the strengths and the weaknesses, then you can work together and tap each other's strengths and help each other out of that weakness. And we all have a healthier, stronger, better society is the ultimate message. Cats and dogs, legendary for not being able to get along, hissing and barking, and the fat guy and a teeny tiny boss eventually finding a way to live together, and whole diverse cat society coming together and working in harmony. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for your infinite wisdom. I truly appreciate it. And it has been such a pleasure to have even just this short time to chat with you. Much too brief a pleasure, but I'm enjoying it. As am I. Thank you so much, George. Enjoy the rest of the junket. Live long and prosper, as we say in the galaxy. <laughs> you do Live it. long and prosper. <laughs> Here are the ladies of the film, Kathy Shim and Kylie Kiyuka. How are you both? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I love your podcast name, Entourage. Win. That's the win. Thank you so much. Thank you. I have to tell you, you both played my favorite characters in the film. Kathy, Little Mama was like just such a badass. I loved her and I love how the female characters in the film were just so powerful. I know that you are also a writer and there's some amazing writers connected to this film. What is it that attracted you to the project? Um, you know, actually, I was brought into the project when they were in the process of developing it. So I was very fortunate that I was part of that creative process. And so Rob brought me on board with Alex Schwartz. And I very much related to the idea of women being strong central characters in this. I love that at the end of the day, Emiko is our, our hero, you know, and Hank is as well. But she is the thing. She's the glue that keeps us all together in this. And I love that every female character in this is fierce and strong and the bravest one of the bunch in all three generations. I agree with you. Kylie, your character, Miko, is a tiny but incredibly brave little kitten. What do you hope that kids specifically are going to take away from this film? Um, I want um, other children like me to um, dream bigger and feel welcomed in a new space and embrace who we are. I think they're going to very easily walk away and feel that way from the film. <laughs> I know my four-year-old who is hiding in the corner right now very much felt that way. So one last question for you, Kathy. I know that you are a mother of two, correct? Correct. We ask all of our parents this. What is the number one thing that you think every parent should outsource if they have the means to do so? Child care. Oh, <laughs> child care. Right? I mean, let's just say yes. it. There's only so many hours in a day. And mm-hmm. I would love to be the superhero mom who can handle everything and juggle all of the things in the career and the thing and the making the lunches and all of the things that come with motherhood. But if you are able to afford it, you have the family, you have the ability, find those moments, whether it is to pursue your own career and your interests and 
And also if it's just self-care, if it just means literally having them out of the house for just a moment of peace, it's worth everything because then they come back and you're quintessentially a better mom. You are exponentially so a better mom. <laughs> Would you agree? 100%. And also show me that super mom. I don't think she exists. It's impossible. Right? It's impossible. <laughs> impossible. Thank you ladies so much. Congratulations on the film and enjoy the rest of the junket. Thank, Thank you. you. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank pounces into theaters July 15th, 2022. I have this great idea. I think all my ideas are great because you evidently do, but this I have is an a amazing self-confidence that, you know, I look at Yelp reviews for everything. I look at Yelp reviews for nail places and restaurants and all sorts of things. I had to delete one yesterday. What? I had to delete a Yelp review yesterday. Oh, uh, for the store? No, for a contractor I had to work for us who <gasps> didn't finish his job and the thing we had over his head was, if you don't come and pick this garbage oh. up that you made, we're going to delete your Yelp because he really wanted a Yelp review. And he, we had already paid him. Snap. I feel guilty, but also he fucked up. Right. I look at Yelp for everything. I've gotten some Yelp reviews personally as a yoga teacher. It's just, it's a fun thing. So yeah. at first the idea was, what would be the Yelp review for your husband or partner? Now we still might do that one, but I had a harder time figuring out what my Yelp review would be for my partner than I did for what we're actually going to do, which is please send us your Yelp reviews of your children. Now, you know, what, what would you rate them? Would you would you go there? What were some of the issues? What were the positive? What were the negatives? Would you go there again? I mean, it depends on the day, right? Just like uh, any good chain restaurant needs consistency, my child does not have that. And feel free to send multiple Yelp reviews of the same child on different days. Mm. We will read your child's Yelp review online, either anonymously or if you want us to say your name, we're happy to. Or I guess if you want to give us your partner's Yelp review, we could do that one too. Send that one too. We like reading. Reading is fundamental. I would actually have an easier time doing a Yelp review of Matt than I would of Sebastian. Well, let's go. What is your Yelp review of oh, other... Oh, I can't go first. Oh, I can't go gosh. first. I can't. You know what it is? So Carrie and I, like, will, like, for sponsors when we do work for that, Carrie's always like, I'm the queen of the tagline. And she is. She'll come up with, like, a tagline. And all I can do is, like, think of taglines for my kid. And that's not what we're doing. And also, I didn't come up with it. It's a tagline from a candy. So, like, a candy even that everyone uses for their kids. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Oh, God, that is actually better, but no. Starts off sour, ends up sweet. What's the Sour Patch Kids one? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, starts sour and sweet or something like that. That's your kid? Uh, it depends. Sometimes he starts, today started sweet and ended sour. Who the hell knows, man? Like March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. So I'll do Lee, my partner, first. Okay. So his Yelp review would be, this old world stunner. <laughs> this old world stunner. I wish you guys could watch us recording this right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Is just as good looking inside as they are out. If you want some modern amenities, <laughs> amenities, if you want some modern amenities, maybe take your business elsewhere. <laughs> but if you like a good old classic, this stunner is for you. <laughs> Oh my God. Seven out of 10. However, if it was an Airbnb, I would make him a super host. You would? Yeah, he's very good at hosting as long as he just doesn't do something weird. <laughs> but he. <laughs> okay. Can I add something to the Yelp review? I, I think you should. This old world stunner hides a secret. <laughs> Maybe if you're lucky enough, they'll tell you. It's the gold <laughs> bricks in the backyard. <laughs> should I do Matt's? 
Yeah. This cute, cozy place. <laughs> I hate this, by the way. I hate this segment. Mostly because it requires an, a layer of creativity I'm not good at. And you know I don't like things I'm not good at. This cute, cozy establishment... <laughs> has all the trendy vibes you need with a mix of frat house <laughs> and a, a, a splash of eloquence. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say elegance? A splash of elegance. I mean, he might have a splash of eloquence. <laughs> Maybe he has the splash and you don't. You must knock multiple times for him to hear you, for you to get in. Oh, that's oh. not a sex thing. That's just. I was gonna say, is that a double entendre? No, no. It's. I mean, it is, but not in a sexual way. It just means if you want something done, you gotta ask this motherfucker sixteen times. Can I add something? Yeah. When you visit here, you may lose your shirt because he does all the time. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> No, just being like he loses his shirt. Oh, so you, you know. yeah, I think that works. Sorry, that was a callback from a previous episode. Also, cool collection of baseball cards, nerd. <laughs> 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 but the sad thing is he would have done a great one for me. I just can't. That part of my brain isn't working. Okay, so Luna's will be, um, this business revitalized a previously dead area. <laughs> Is it your vagina? Yes. Or did she kill your vagina? I mean, both. <laughs> this brand new hotshot business revitalized an otherwise dead neighborhood. But with it comes loud nightlife and headaches galore and disease. <laughs> this establishment doesn't take reservations, will not, doesn't do delivery, and is not on seamless. <laughs> and barely offers food. Just be prepared for the establishment to tell you what they think you should eat. <laughs> also, nobody washes their hands and touches their vagina a lot. Two out of ten stars. Oh, I forgot to give Matt stars. Matt would get all the stars. Five stars. As many stars as he has baseball cards. Yes, exactly. By the way, every time we go away on a trip, we come home to new baseball cards. Like new eBay finds right. baseball cards. And yesterday he was like, I'm starting my 1949 such and such collection. And I was like, cool. Nerd. That's so cool. All right, Sebastian. This noisy, chaotic establishment... <laughs> is a crapshoot. You never know what you'll get. If you're expecting consistency, go somewhere else. This establishment is like a box of chocolates. You'll yeah. never know what you're gonna get. Yes. When entering, you feel like you're in a whirlwind. Your entire perception of the world is shifted <laughs> upside down. And sometimes there's shit on the wall. <laughs> Um, we will have to 100% revisit this when we are better at it. <laughs> but I would give this establishment, on a good day, five stars. On a bad day, like two, man. Like two. Negative. I'm going to take that. I know. I was like trying to be mommy kind. You're going to do like what you did to the contractor. <laughs> on a bad day, I'm going back and deleting this review. Anyway, that was a disaster, but it was really fun. I had fun with all of that. I know. Me too. Want- so send us your Yelp reviews of your children of your partner, of anyone, of your mom, of your mother-in-law, of your father-in-law, of your best 
friend. Ashley and I will do ones for each other too. Yeah. Send them over to hello at momtouragepodcast.com. As always, if you send us something, we will send you some swag because we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy mom schedule. But it would be so fun to hear what you have to say, especially not knowing your spouses, your children, your family. It'd really be fun to see what people say about it. And then we can figure out if we want to go. Do that establishment. Then we'll decide if we want to steal your husband. Just kidding. Does yours have baseball cards too? Is yours starting the 1949 fill-in-the-blank collection? Is your husband actually from 1949? Hashtag swag bag. All right, hashtag swag bag. You want me to go first because I have mine up? Yep, do it. All right, in honor of Roe versus Wade being overturned, I thought I would take my pussy power back. And you know, I never say that word. And that's how passionately I feel about it. So this week, I'm going with a tried and true lady sweet beauty. It is a three-step vaginal care line. I use two steps of it every single day. Me too. Yeah, the probiotic cleanser is just chef's kiss. Love it. The glow refiner exfoliators. I use that yesterday and today. I use it on the like two times I get a waxing of some kind to stop ingrowns. I did a quick dry shave, which is a terrible idea. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, so now I used it. And then the botanical oil, which I swear this is like my, you know, in my big fat Greek wedding, how they use Windex for everything. Yes. Cubans use Vicks Vapor Rub for everything. This is my, both of those, is this botanical oil. I use, I use it, it on, on my cuticles, my legs, my face, my armpits after I shave, like anywhere sensitive Ooh, because I, I have very that. sensitive skin. Yeah, I love it. As always, you guys know, we are an affiliate of Lady Sweet Beauty. Their website has a whole thing about at night on your clean skin, doing affirmations while you apply the botanical oil. I love that. It's taking your power back in this scary time. Go to ladysweetbeauty.com and you can use Montrage 15 for 15% off your order. Okay, guys. So in, what's the word I'm looking for? Lou? In, in the fashion that I've been giving you swag bag about all the old lady shit that I like. Sun Bum, which is one of my favorite sunscreens that I use, an organic sunscreen. They used to only sell it at surf shops. Now you can get it everywhere. CVS and Target, whatever. Yeah. They just launched a spray face sunscreen. And last time I had my dermatological appointment, they said that my ears had some precancerous kind of marks on them from all those years that I had very, very short hair. Mm. And so I have now made spraying my ears part of my skincare routine. I was using my like SPF tinted moisturizer, but the spray works much better because also as a blonde, my hairline often gets sunburned too when the sun is like really, really strong. Oh, interesting. So Sunbum has a facial spray sunscreen that I now just carry in my purse. I refresh my tinted sunscreen moisturizer throughout the day and I spray my hairline and also my ears. Usually I always get like a hairline sunburn right when it starts to get hot. I haven't gotten it. And so I really like it. It's very light. It doesn't seem greasy. It doesn't smell bad. And uh, it's been really working. It's a game changer. Amazing. Let me know if it gets clogged because I bought Sunbum spray once and then it got clogged and I was like, oh, is this what happens with all Sunbum? They just changed the way the spray is. It It used to be a spray like old school, like Aquanet, non-aerosol, and they changed 
changed it to be a different kind that seems like it's coming out like an aerosol, but it's actually a spray. So they changed the formulation of the pump. So we'll see. Well, there you have it, guys. Love you. Hope you have a great week. Keep your vagina cool. Keep your ears cancer-free. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. 